and now tuned into Spiritual Gangsta Certified Radio with your host, Philadelphia Fish. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish. And this week, I've got a little sun conjunct Pluto and Capricorn talk and just dealing with the energies of Capricorn season with yours truly and Gemini Brown's breakdown of the energy this week. This week, we had Uranus go direct, uh, Venus in Sag. So there's a lot going on that I think you guys need to be acclimated to. So that's what we're going to cover in this episode. And just wanted to wish everybody... Um, some positivity uh, because this is a season that things can get a little depressive the energy of today in particular with sun conjunct pluto and capricorn can possibly feel really heavy to people so in my segment i'm talking a little bit about you know what you can do to kind of contend with that i'm sure all of you um who are familiar with astrology understand the significance of the sun conjuncting Pluto, this yearly transit that happens. But um, everybody sit tight, sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Hey everybody, it's Illy Vish. I kind of just wanted to have a little talk um, to be encouraging to everyone right now. Um, Today is January 11th, 2019. Earlier this morning, the sun and Pluto were exactly conjunct. And I've been feeling this energy. And for anyone else who is too, I kind of wanted to talk some things out with you guys. So, you know, whenever we're talking about the sun, I tend to look at it as the entity that is shining a spotlight wherever it touches. So when it ingresses into a sign, and right now it's in Capricorn, you know, um, there's a spotlight shown on the qualities of that sign. So with Capricorn, we have building and structuring Um, most people that even think about Capricorn energy, think of it as the boss of the Zodiac. It is definitely connected, um, to the work that we put in. However, it being also connected to the 10th house or the mid heaven, it's connected to our public reputation, how the world sees us. So a lot of times I find, especially as we're coming out of the Christmas season, around where Capricorn season just began. You know, for a lot of people, that's a depressing time. And Capricorn energy is um, associated with depression. Um, I have a Capricorn moon. Believe me, I know. (laughs) I definitely know. Um, And because of that, I think sometimes people feel a little bit discouraged. Now, if you think about it, the season that Capricorn season starts off as far as the four seasons is winter and that's when things are dead. The ground is cold. So as we heard in the last podcast episode with the talk, excuse me, from Coach K, you know, you're not really necessarily wanting to plant 
things when the ground is cold. That doesn't really go with nature. Um, and it's really not going to help with your manifestation. However, the way that I feel you can use this Capricorn energy to your best ability, especially with it conjunct Pluto, which is all about transformation, all about rebirth, all about that sort of change. I think it's a good time for us to pay some attention uh, to some things we might have been ignoring. Um, some things that we may not have really given a lot of thought to, or if we have, we've pushed some of these things to the side because to me, I look at it like this. So the sun dancing or in agreement with Pluto right now, especially with this tight conjunction, it really wants us to pay attention to who the hell we are, who we are. If we're being that person, because that's what, what is expected of us, what change is lurking beneath the surface that we need to make to actually be in alignment with the person that we really want to become. Um, it's about shedding, I believe, too, false pretenses. Because, again, remember, if we're looking at nature, things started falling away in the fall. The leaves started falling. Now we're in the winter season where it's cold and it's barren. And everything doesn't survive winter. You know what I mean? I've said this before, our ancestors had to really pay attention to the seasons because their very survival was dependent upon them being able to do what they were supposed to do at the right time. To everything, there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. That's not just some stuff that somebody, you know, decided to throw out in the Bible. That's wise, wise advice. So, I think... If you're using the energy of Capricorn season um, wisely, that what you're doing is knowing that things are going to continue to die. Okay, we're getting closer, though, to spring. And as we inch closer to that season, once we hit Aquarius season, we're going to be in the smack dead middle of winter. Once we get to Pisces season, then we're going to be preparing for spring. So what can we do now? I caution people against thinking, you know, you can't have any ideas of things that you want to do. Um, you shouldn't be building something new at this time, but I look at it more like, what did you already put into motion? Especially when we think back to like Libra season. What did we already put into motion that, you know, we want to see come to fruition? How can you build and structure that in such a way that it's beneficial to you? What is that dream? What is that goal? What is that thing that you want to work towards? That is what you should be paying attention to. Also, <clears throat> for anyone who has just been kind of feeling the heaviness that Cap Energy can bring, shout out to all my Capricorn sun, moons, and risings, or anybody that has a lot of Capricorn placements, you guys are the real MVPs because just like with any sign, there are higher vibrations of that sign that you can embody and lower vibrations of the sign that you can embody. And I feel like when we get pulled into depressive states, um, you know, anyone that has this Capricorn energy and we all have it somewhere in our chart, but you know, it, 
it can seem easy to get sucked down into that just darkness, um, to feel hopeless. They say all the time, you know, during like Christmas season and stuff like that, that's a time when a lot of people get depressed, people that don't have families, people that don't really have a good support system around them and aren't really, you know, joyful. It's as if some of that energy is supporting that. So I personally um, have been dealing with, I have a three degree Capricorn moon. My moon squares my Libra rising, which is at 11 degrees. Um, It's kind (laughs) of... I'm trying to think of a way to describe this to anybody that doesn't understand this, especially um, people who don't have like a Capricorn moon. The moon loves to be in Cancer, which is Capricorn's opposite sign because the moon rules Cancer. I saw this video that I thought was absolutely hilarious about um, (laughs) the moon in Capricorn being basically a goddamn tragedy (laughs) is what it was called. And it's because... There's a restriction to emotions and um, the moon is how we process our natural instinctual reactions to things. It is memory, memes, conditioning, you know, your automatic responses to things. And with a cat moon, what I notice, especially given the fact that I have a Pisces sun and Mercury, (laughs) like I'm all about everybody and love everybody. You know, in general, that's my general personality. I feel my way through situations with my Mercury and Pisces. But when it comes to me dealing with emotional things, yes, I am highly emotional due to my Pisces energy. But my Capricorn moon almost makes me take pause when things happen. I've been in situations where everybody's freaking out about something or another that's occurred and I'm calm, emotionless even, like straight face. Um, it's, it's weird how I can kind of grip up all my emotions and just kind of slam them against the wall and hold them there until I'm ready to deal with them. <clears throat> so this being a natural energy to me and something that I'm used to, I kind of feel like when I first got into astrology and I saw my chart and, you know, because all I knew before it was I was Pisces. um, But when I saw my chart, I'm like, oh, hmm, okay. I was not happy at all. I was like, Capricorn Moon. I was like, what the hell? But the more that I learned about it, the more that I saw how fitting It was. So just a few tips from me. One of the things that I've been doing that's been working well because I've had a year of Saturn and Capricorn being like right on conjunct my three degree Capricorn moon. It's like I felt it coming at the end of November in 2017. Um... Then when it started on December 19th, definitely felt it in all year. I feel like I've been tested a bit emotionally. The good thing about Capricorn energy, especially being as though um, we have Saturn in its home sign of Capricorn is, you know, the energy that is present to get you to be integrous and to get you to plan accordingly, 
pay attention to things, manage structure, is when you do those things, you can build wonderful things. I mean, think about it, bridges, buildings, all these types of things. I'm the type of person I have like these thoughts when I'm in like a really grand structure on a bridge or something. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, all the planning and work that had to go into pulling this off, you know, to making the structure stable, to making it what it had to be. If people didn't do what they were supposed to do, you know, bridges would collapse a lot more. A lot of the buildings that I've ever been in in my life would just fall to the floor. But it is because of proper planning and structure that that's occurred. So, This is a season where I encourage people to think about what they do want to put into work and then take what they have already set into motion and go, okay, this is the time that I'm going to work with you to make you work for real. Like, um, I'm just giving an example. I own a virtual personal assistant company. I help people do a variety of different things. It's funny to me that without me even really paying attention to it, that a lot of the work that I put into my company as far as policies, contracts, services, the website, and everything was done when, you know, Saturn went into Capricorn. I just felt this impetus to get that structure there. I already knew what I wanted to do. I'd already launched my company. But as far as it having the structure to it that it needs to sustain itself so that, you know, okay, when... I have somebody contact me about services. I have a pamphlet to send them. I set up a, it's basically like an online survey that potential clients can take to, you know, so that I can determine what help they need, what their budget is, and, you know, a lot of different things about them that, you know, that's set up on the website, that type of stuff. What can you do to make what you have in mind to create or what you've already set in motion to create? What can you do to really make it work? How can you manage it? When I think of Capricorn energy, the first word that I think of is boss. Then after that, manage. And I feel like having this energy unto myself, that's one of the reasons why that's something that I'm really good at. Um, Managing things for people, not to mention all my Virgo energy that lets me pick everything apart, but we ain't even gonna go into that. But, um... I kind of feel like because the new year comes during Capricorn season that a lot of people don't understand why they don't keep their resolutions. So, you know, like Coach K was saying, it's a new year, numerically, Gregorian calendar, fiscal year, but it's not really a new year, new year. So a couple different things we look at for that. And we're going to talk about that in the future, but, um, Because of that, you know, people come out, oh, I'm making all these new resolutions. You know, Um, I want this. I'm going to stop. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to, you know, get my beach body intact so that by the summer, I look how I want to look. Well, (laughs) it's kind of funny to say it this way, but I've stopped doing that. I don't do the New Year's resolution thing. Now, granted, 2019 has the energy of three with it, which I associate with creation. So, yes, during this year, there will be um, or there will be an energetic, um, I guess you could say, just vibe to things that kind of propels one to create. But right now, while we're still in cap season and we're still in the winter, I'm thinking more about what has to go 
instead of what I have to bring in. You know, we're we're shearing things down a bit. You know, what is at the heart of everything that's going to sustain me? What is the at the heart of everything that will sustain you? You know? Seriously, if you had to strip down to bare minimums, what would work? I think that really helps too. That's my Virgo energy speaking again. But um, reach out to people. This is the other thing that I wanted to say. Some people are not going to tell you that they're feeling depressed. I mean, winter in places that experience colder weather, like I live in Philadelphia, and we experience weather. Oh, my voice is cracking like I'm a 13-year-old boy. I still have not gotten it back from that sickness plague thing that I had in December. Shout outs to Texas for getting me sick on my visit there. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people that will feel comfortable coming to you and, and really expressing what's wrong. Because sometimes people don't even know what's wrong exactly. They can't even put their finger on it exactly. They can't make it make sense to themselves, let alone be able to, like, you know, tell you. Check on your homies. Check on your friends. Make sure they're good. Encourage them to be open with you. This is a kind of isolated time. You know what I mean? Some people can kind of really feel like there is nothing or no one out there, that everything's just cold, right along with the season, right along with the weather, you know? So it's important that we remember, um, you know, to lift those up who are falling into the lower vibrations of some of this energy. If they're feeling desperate, if they are feeling alone, if they are feeling like they have no one, you know, I collectively, I just look at it like since we're all connected in some sort of ways, if some of us are dealing with that, you know, it really helps to have people step in and be like, you know, just give you a sign that a brighter day is coming because it is. So when we start airy season, the heat that's coming there, don't even get me started. But um, again, just wanted to remind everybody, you always have the choice. When I talk about these energies and the different things that are going on, I get a lot of people responding with like doom and gloom. Like I just made a made a meme today. I do astrology also for the Eclectic Shaman. Shout out to them. Wonderful shop for unique spiritual items. Beautiful crystals, all types of stuff. And, you know, I'm sharing this and people are like, oh, they see Pluto. And they're like, oh, you know, because it's a malefic planet. They get scared of it. I love Pluto, but I think that's because I have Pluto in the first house. Constantly reinventing myself. I, I totally just am enamored by Scorpio energy, which Pluto rules. But I find that when people hear Pluto come up or Saturn come up, they're like, oh, oh my God, your Saturn return. Oh my God, Pluto's Pluto's um, in my fourth house. What am I going to do? It's going to be there for a while because this transit takes forever. Look, the beautiful thing about Pluto is the same thing that I say about Scorpio energy, it's pure. Purity has nothing to do with your comfort level or something being good or bad. Purity is truth. Purity means something is how it is. And that's just how it is. So 
what Pluto calls on us for to, for us to do, especially since it's conjunct the sun. The sun's lighting that bitch up right about now, okay? So what Pluto calls on us to do is really go under the surface, dig for our truth, and figure out how we can grow from it. How can you transform? How can you evolve? Now with it in Capricorn, you got to look at it like this way. So Pluto rules a water sign of Scorpio. Capricorn is an earth sign. But they are both feminine or receptive energies. So they'll play better together than, let's say, if, um, you know, Pluto was in, like, Sag, which is not a receptive energy. But, <clears throat> so, the way that I interpret that and choose to look at it is, okay, I have to be open or receptive to... Looking beneath the surface, which Pluto wants us to do. Figure out what it is that I'm projecting out into the world because Capricorn represents our public face, the 10th house. And then really getting to the heart of whether or not that's in alignment with my truth. Each one of us are called on to do that. There's no reason to be scared of this. If anything, I welcome peering into your darkness. That's the only way you get to your light. In the spiritual community, there are a lot of people who seem to think that, oh, if I only pay attention to the love and light aspects of stuff, everything's just wonderful. I'm sorry, but that's not how it works. See, if you looked at your darkness like a wound, something that really hurts you, okay, you put a bandage over it, you cover it up. You can't ignore that wound. You still must tend to that wound. That wound needs to be cleaned. You have to go right for it. Shit, if you got shot, would somebody just say, oh, okay, well, they got shot. There's a bullet in there. We're not even going to look at it. No, you've got to face that wound. That is what Pluto calls on us to do. Got to be willing to peer into it so that it can be healed, so that you can come through better. When you look at, a so-called malefic planet in that way for what it can bring you, what will be the gain that you get from it. I think that kind of changes the game some. Like <clears throat> Saturn people go, oh my God, when I'm when you have your Saturn return, it, it's so fucked up on so many levels. Listen, I am not even gonna pretend like my Saturn return wasn't completely earth shattering. Like it I lost everything. Everything, everything that you could think of to lose, I lost. It forced me to start over, all over again. But you know what? I needed that. I needed to restructure, rebuild, and be the boss of my life. Because for 10 years prior to that, I had let shit just get crazy. I became a person that I didn't even recognize. And it's like the universe gave me a blessing to go, you know what, we're going to... We're going to demolish this building and let you build it again. We're going to make you have to face what you already built the past 10 years and decide whether or not it's something that you can go forward with and it wasn't. So use the energy that may feel negative to you to push you forward into your positivity. Go through the darkness to find your light. Shit, it gets darker earlier now. It has been ever since, you know... Um, we set the clocks back. But if you think of that literally, you know, a lot of people don't like that. Oh, there's less daylight hours. But, but instead of being upset about the lack of light, 
What is there to find in the dark? That's what we are called on to examine. That is what we are called on to embrace. And I hope that you can do that this season and every season. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope this was helpful to someone. I hope someone needed to hear it. And uh, stay tuned for more Spiritual Gangsta Certified. going on world it's your boy gemini brown here back with another episode of nalo kicking knowledge today we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast seeing what the stars have in store for us so let's get into it i hope everybody enjoyed yesterday's new moon in capricorn i hope you've set your intentions did a little bit of rituals and you know you're feeling clear about what it is that you want to manifest going forward however being that it's Capricorn energy and there's so much energy in Capricorn right now, there is a depressing kind of feel towards this new moon. So if you're feeling that way, it's essential that you take everything around you, including the information I'm giving you right now, and use that to get over how you're feeling. The what I try what I strive for in my teachings of astrology is to truly get you the individual to not guess what the planets are going to do but to know what they're going to do and how they operate so you know by following these transits and seeing like damn it's mad energy in Capricorn right now I feel like shit you know you feel like shit because that is part of the nature of Capricorn energy but Within that, the, the, the key, the epiphany is to find the, the motivation or the understanding of how to combat that energy. So really, you know, the deeper study of astrology is to understand thyself and, thy, and the energies present and use it to your benefit. So we aren't victims of fate or circumstance, okay? Um... So, yeah, keep keep fighting, y'all. Now, this week, we got a crazy week, a, a beautiful week. And, you know, we this that was a partial uh, solar eclipse yesterday. And eclipses, you know, signify like resets, new, new energy, uh, uh, basically like a clearing of the slate. And this week very much so speaks to um, getting the... The clearing of the energy and implementing new energy uh, into it. For one, we got Uranus going back direct after months retrograde back in the sign of Aries. Now, Uranus isn't going to go back into Taurus uh, until early March. So we got roughly about another two months of this. But this is a, a culmination point. We're wrapping up this transit for good. So we got to look at where... Uh, this transit has been occurring, what's going on and how we've changed and how to find it, how to take the positive aspects of the change that we've experienced and to, you know, make value of that with uh, Uranus and Taurus. OK, you want to extract the good. You want to find how did this thing change me for the better? All right. So with that said, with the going back, 
direct. The energy, the Uranian energy is just going to be coming at its full force. And this is good because it stimulates change. It stimulates rebellion. All right. So this new moon was about change, adding discipline, structure. So if you haven't been that type of person, you know, full fledged, I need to start doing it <clears throat> this kind of way. All right. And overall, just just taking chances, y'all. That's really what what it's about. Taking chances, you know, living by faith. Okay, that is what this Jupiter and Sagittarius transit is all about. Alright? So speaking of Sagittarius, tomorrow we got Venus. Ah, oh, we got Venus going into the sign of Sagittarius. And I just love fiery energy. I love, you know, you know, I love when Venus gets into a a, a sign like Sagittarius because Venus and Scorpio was so intense. It's the water. It's the emotions. They're like, oh my god, I feel, I feel like I want to rip this person's head off, or this this person's got me fucked up. Now it's kind of like we care less. And of course, Sagittarius is about adventure. Um, you know, living your truth, and Venus is love. So. This is going to be an awesome transit in whatever area of life it is for you. You'll definitely be stimulated to have more fun. You're just going to be more carefree. And that goes along with what I said about, you know, this uh, Uranian impulse. Just being more free, breaking breaking the chains. Not um, overlooking the, the Capricorn principles of discipline and structure, but just basically having more faith, okay? Okay. Uh, some of us are going to be meeting new people. We're going to uh, be having fun with those people. We're going to be able to learn from those people, okay, whether, whether romantic or platonic. Um, I definitely suggest, you know, grabbing a book, okay, uh, picking up some course of study, something that, that you like, okay. At this time, you're going to really be um, engulfed in it even more, okay, and then go with that. You know, this Uranian energy direct now, the, the, the floodgates for downloads are very much so open, okay? So, get out, have some fun, embrace this, you know, Venus and Sagittarius energy, okay? And do something different. Then, you know, for a couple days now, my man Mercury has been up in the sign of Capricorn. And this is big. This is big. Why? Because Mercury, being the conscious mind... You know, being um, skills and everything in Capricorn is about business. It is really about business. And it wants whatever it learns at this time, whatever it's doing, it wants to uh, materialize from that. It wants, it's not just doing things for the sake of doing it. If, like, for instance, if you're, whatever you're reading right now, you're going, you're, or learning right now, you literally want to put that thing into action. It isn't just, you know, information. It's all going to go into building your truth, um, improving, using it to help you expand in business, all of those things. So I like Mercury and Capricorn. It could be a little dry, but it's a focused Mercury. And if you are Mercurian, you know, Gemini dominant, Virgo dominant, you need focus. You know, you need focus. And this is the energy that provides it. So be sure to really get in there and, and, and just remain focused, grounded, and, you know, get better, all right? But 
Mercury is going to be squaring Mars in Aries this week, and I got to tell you, this is this is like the monkey wrench. This is the monkey wrench in the week. It's this is an argumentative energy, and with with Mars in Aries, it's an asshole energy. So on one side, we can really be feeling like some assholes. We can you know, be very impulsive in our communications with others, our dealings with others, um, or that energy can be reflected back at us. Like I said, Venus is also in Sagittarius. So a lot of people are just like, it's not a very um, caring time, all right? This isn't necessarily the time or the week to be like, have serious uh, discussions or or be seeking massive commitment. Okay, if you're if basically if you're pushing too much this week, you're going to feel the the uh, the force of this Mercury Mars square because people just aren't caring. And if you yourself see you aren't caring, I would just say do your best to avoid confrontation because why? Sometimes confrontation is needed. But it all depends upon where you're at. I just say, you know, it, it wastes energy. And if it can be avoided, just avoid it. All right? But, you know, watch yourself. And this is definitely, um, this is one of those weeks where you don't really want to make uh, a decision on anything that's too big. Because it's going to be done uh, in impulse. When we, This is the time we want something and we want it now. Okay? So, like I said... Mercury and Capricorn is like, I need to focus. I need to practically think, is this the best thing to do? But then that square from Aries is like, but I want it now. Let's just do it. Okay? So if you can if you can avoid having to make any major decisions, um, do that. Okay? And don't just go breaking up with your with your partner because you're upset. Alright? Um so that that's that's a big thing this week. Then we got Sun conjunct Pluto. And I always love, you know, when Sun comes into contact with Pluto. One, it intensifies us. I told you this transit within uh, this new moon, this cycle is about gaining personal power, and it is gaining personal power through you know discipline and structure and the ability to transform and, and literally put our goals. Uh, up front and, and ourselves and what we want first. So this week, you know, as the moon is waxing, it is that time we're building towards those goals. And this just gives us that intense energy that we we need to stay focused and to go after what we want. For a lot of us, it's going to vary. Some of us are going to be really emotional this week. We got the moon going into Pisces as well. So... As I'm always saying, you gotta understand that you the you have to combat these energies. You have to use your spirituality. You have to use your creativity as an outlet for these things. We're not just accepting what's occurring, but we're we're using our knowledge and everything to overcome all of this. So, you know, if you're all these things are playing out and it's been a hectic week for you. When that moon is in Pisces, lay low. Recharge your battery. Cleanse. All right? Right. Release. Okay? But like I said, 
it's not necessarily an overly social week. The social interactions are going to be tense. So just tread lightly, but stay focused, focused on what it is that what you want. Change is occurring. Transformation is here. All right. So got a lot going on this week and it should be a really, really good one, y'all. Um, this is my interpretation of this week's energy. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. If you need a reading, holla at me. Till next time, peace. Thank you.